Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of East West Draft Cast. I am Greg, and I'm your only host because Jeff is very busy. Uh, we're going to try something new today. I'm working on an 8-4 draft right now on MTGO, and you know, we tried this way back in the day, and it's not nearly as helpful as a video, but I didn't really want to deal with recording a video today. Anyway, uh, my pick is between a Blood Artist, a Demonic Rising, so two black cards, uh, an Into the Void, and a bunch of white cards. There's a Seraph of Dawn, there's a Voice of the Provinces, the Defang, and there's also a Fervent Cathar, I should mention that. But um, for me, the pick kind of comes down to Into the Void, Demonic Rising, or Blood Artist. I'm going to go with Into the Void, because it's the only... There's one other blue card in the pack, and that's Ghost Form. So I'm not shipping any blue, and I don't really want to play black in this format if I can help it. Uh, Into the Void is also a little more splashable than Blood Artist and Demonic Rising. So we're going to go with that. And up next, we get to choose between a Bone Splinters, a Fervent Cathar again, a Lightning Prowess, a Homicidal Seclusion, and a Mass the Components. Uh, there's a Mad Prophet here as well, and a Crippling Chill. So I just shipped two black cards. I don't really want to jump on the Homicidal Seclusion plan just yet, although that might just be the best card here. I think I'm going to stick with a blue card and take Chill or a Mass of Components. I think I'm going to take the Crippling Chill. Uh, I've had it played against me to great success, and I've used it myself to great success, so I think that's the card I'm going to take. And now we have a tough choice. Uh, we got shipped out of the black card. This one's a Barter in Blood. And I might just have to take it at this point. Uh, there's also a Timberland Guide and a Seraph of Dawn. I... Man, I really don't like jumping into black after shipping all that other good black stuff. Um, other cards of interest include a Farbog Explorer, a Thatcher of Old, a Driver of the Dead, Galvanic Alchemist. Um, I'm not going to take the Alchemist and stay just on color here because the Barter, the Timberland Guide, and the Seraph of Dawn are all just much better than that card. I think I'm going to keep shipping black and take the Timberland Guide. And here we have a pick between Nephelius Smuggler and Wandering Wolf. There's also a Gang of Devils. Um, that card's fine. There's an Alchemist Apprentice as well, and a Pathbreaker Worm, so blue-green. I don't know if I want to say it's open, but there are cards here for me. I think it comes down to the Wolf or the Smuggler. I have a Timberland Guide in my pile, which does play well with the Smuggler. The Wandering Wolf is a little safer, and it's a quality 2-drop. Um, considering my other two cards are, or my other cards are Crippling Chillin' Into the Void and Timberland Guide, those all play pretty well in like an aggressive plan, so I think I'm going to take the wolf and try to cement myself in green here. And the next pick comes down to a Vorst Claw, a Diagraph Escort, Bladed Bracers, and a Bone Splinters. There's another Gang of Devils and a Voice of the Provinces here. I don't think I'm going to jump into red or white. 
I actually think the pick comes down to Vorst Claw or just taking the Bone Splinters. But, like, just for the sake of... I don't know, it is splashable to an extent. But, man, I've shipped a lot of black. Oh, that's tough. I'm going to take the Vorst Claw, stay on color. Uh, yeah. No one wants to play black. There's a Evernight Shade... A Crypt Creeper, a Thunderbolt, a Snare of the Skies. There's nothing here for me, so I'm going to take the best card, which is the Shade. And who knows, maybe uh, Pack 2 will change my mind. Uh, now we have a pick between Havengul Scob, Wildwood Geist, and Eaten by Spiders. I guess there's also a Lunar Mystic. And I have one instant right now in Crippling Chill. And for those of you who don't remember what Lunar Mystic does, it's a 2-2 two, two for 4. Uh, whenever you cast an instant spell, you may pay 1, and if you do, draw a card. I think the Geist is probably the safest pick. The Eaten by Spiders might be better. I'm going to take the Geist. I'll just take another creature. Uh, now there's a Thunderbolt, a Defang, and a Butcher Ghoul. I'm going to take the Butcher Ghoul. I mean, I only have two blue cards at this point, the Into the Void and Crippling Chill. It's possible I married myself to that color a little too soon, and I should just be playing black-green. Uh, this next pick is between Predator's Gambit and Necrobite. I'm going to take the Necrobite. Uh, Sheltering Word, Zealous Strike, Mad Prophet. I think I'll just take the card I don't want to play against, since that's the Zealous Strike, because I'm not going to play any of the other cards. Uh, there's an Abundant Growth and a Driver of the Dead. The Abundant Growth would help us... Get our uh, Into the Void online on the splash, but I'm going to hope that I can pick one of those up in pack 2 or pack 3 and take the driver here. I'm going to hide the Crippling Chill. I don't think I'm going to play that anymore. Essence Harvest, I guess, over a Rock Crown Ghoul and a Malicious Intent. Sure. I'm going to hide it, though. I'm not going to play it. Uh, Diagraph Escort came back. I'll take that over a Reign of Thorns. And a Hunted Ghoul and a Forest. So I'm not going to play Hunted Cool. I don't really want to be playing Diagraph Escort if I can help it, or Necrobite. But the rest of these cards are all pretty solid. Let's see if I get any black this time, or in this pack. Okay. This pick comes down... There's like no green cards in this pack, so this pick comes down to a Demonic Taskmaster. A Ghoul Flesh. Or an Abundant Growth. <laughs> I've got one Butcher Ghoul and one dry Evernight Shade and a Driver of the Dead. So Demonic Taskmaster has a little bit of synergy with what I'm doing here. So I think that's probably the pick. Uh, cards in other colors that are of note are a Lightning Mauler, a Cruin Striker, and a Peel from Reality, and a Spectral Prison. So, I don't know. Taskmaster, Ghoul Flesh. I might just take the Dude. Yep, I'm going to take the Taskmaster. Alright. Ooh, this is tough. Uh, next pick is between Wolfier Avenger, which is very good, and Trust's Force Mage, which is also very good. Nine times out of ten, I'd say take the Avenger, because it kind of doubles as a removal spell. But with the double green casting cost and the green to regenerate it, on top of the fact that I want I think if I am going to play black with Evernight Shade, I want to be heavy black. 
I think I'm going to take the Force Mage here. It plays well with the Wandering Wolf as well. So yeah, that's that's my pick. And we get shipped a Wolfier Avenger. Uh, other cards of note in the pack are Timberland Guide, Angel's Tomb, Soul Cage Fiend, and Undead Executioner. I think I'm just going to take the most powerful card, though, which is the Wolfier Avenger, and hope that my mana works. I might not be splashing for Into the Void anymore. And here we get to choose between uh, Geist Trappers, a Joint Assault, and a Human Frailty. I'm going to take the Frailty. That card is always, or almost always, online. And we get past another Human Frailty and a Searchlight Geist. Uh, there's also a Thatcher Revolt in here. This is kind of tough. Like, I definitely always want the first copy of Human Frailty. I don't think I've ever had the chance to play with two. I kind of assume it's fine. But at the same time, like, the Searchlight Geist is always going to be useful. Um, that's a tough pick. I'll take the removal spell. The removal in this format is so bad. Like, sometimes if you just have more, you're good to go. Okay, uh, next pick is between Grave Exchange and basically nothing else. I mean, there's a Diagraph Escort and a Terrifying Presence on color. Uh, there's a Thatcher Revolt and a Falcon Wrath Exterminator that I could hate draft, I guess. But I'm going to take the Grave Exchange. It might play well with uh, my Demonic Taskmaster. And now we have some cards. There's a Crypt Creeper, a Yew Spirit, a Flowering Lumberknot, and a Renegade Demon. Uh, my only Soulbond creatures right now are a one Diagraph Escort and a Trusted Force Mage, so I'm not going to take the Lumberknot. I think the pick comes down to Yew Spirit or a Crypt Creeper. And I think I'm just going to take the two drop. Uh, I have the Taskmaster to get him, or I have the Taskmaster which needs to do the sacrifice. I have a Driver of the Dead and I want plenty of targets for that. Um, five and six drops in this format tend to be pretty easy to come by, so I'm going to take the Creeper. And nothing for us in this next pack. There's a Bladed Bracers, an Elgod Shieldmate, Essence Harvest, Farbog Explorer. How many humans do I have? A Timberland Guide. I have a Trusted Force Mage. And that's it. So the Bracers aren't going to be very good. I think I'm just going to take the Swamp Walker so we don't have to play against it. And Unhollowed Pact, Predators, Gambit, Defy Death. Call to serve, Raging Poltergeist. But the rare is still here. I'll take a Desolate Lighthouse. So now we can take a Haunted Guardian or another Grave Exchange. I haven't played much with the, the Guardian. I don't think that card's very good. Then again, it is a creature. It is a two-drop. Uh, I think I'm just going to take that another Grave Exchange. Uh, nothing in this next pack. There's a Scroll of Grizzlebrand. We'll take that and hide it. And a Layer Delve next. And an Angel's Mercy over Malicious Intent. Sure, Seraph's Sanctuary and a Plains. So right now our curve looks pretty good. We have four two drops. We have five three drops. Uh, three four drops of five drops. We have three six drops with double grave exchange, but... I don't think we're going to play either of those. Uh, my one drops are a Diagraph Escort and two Human Frailties. Uh, I really am hoping that the Diagraph Escort is not a card I need to play. Wow. Okay, so I just opened up a Revenge of the Hunted. I think I'm going to slam that into my pile. Miracles are kind of stupid, aren't they? 
Other cards of note in the pack include a Gloom Widow and a Marrow Bats. There's also a Searchlight Geist and a Wildwood Geist. Um, but we're not taking any of those over Revenge of the, <coughs> Revenge of the Hunted. Excuse me. And this next pick comes down to You Spirit, Bloodflow Connoisseur, or Borderland Ranger. I think I'm going to go with the Ranger. I still have Into the Void ready to go, and uh, I think I do want to be playing that card if I can manage it. Alright, the next pack has uh, Malfield Twins in it, which is a pretty damn good card, especially with the uh, Demonic Taskmaster. But there's also a Trusted Force Mage, a Driver of the Dead, Pathbreaker Worm, Searchlight Geist, and Renegade Demon. I think I'm just going to take the Force Mage. I like the Malfield Twins a lot, but I already have four cards that cost six mana. And the Force Mage is possibly the best common in the set. Probably not as good as Mr. Raven, but I don't know. Still very, very good. Uh, and I get past a Malfield Twins. Wow, and there's a Thunderous Wrath in the pack. That's pretty late. Um, regardless, I'm going to take the, the Twins, and we'll move on. So this next pick comes down to a Druid's Repository, which is whenever a creature you control attacks, put a charge counter on it, and remove a charge counter to add one mana of any color to your mana pool. I don't think that card's playable. There's a Bloodflow Connoisseur, which we can play, and there's also a Crippling Chill, Mad Prophet, Thraben Valiant, uh, I'll take the Connoisseur. It's the only card I think I'd play here. And here we have the pick between a Flowering Lumberknot. I mean, that's the only on-color card here, but there's also a Griff Vanguard and a Crippling Chill and a Zealous Strike. I'm not sure. I don't think I'm going to take the Lumberknot here. I'm not, I only still only have three Soulbond creatures. So I think it's either hate the chill or hate the vanguard. That's a tough choice, I guess. I think I'll take the vanguard. Whoa. Well, people keep hooking up the six drops and the three drops. There's a Howlgeist, a Pathbreaker Worm, and a Searchlight Geist. Also a Renegade Demon. Uh, but I don't think I can take any of these cards over Howlgeist. Um card is another 6-drop, so I'm probably not going to play Vorst Claw at this point, and I might not play the second Grave Exchange, but I think it's worth it. Uh, not a whole lot in this next pack. There's a Snare of the Skies, a Mental Agony on color, and then Defy Death, Zell Strike, Mad Prophet off. I'm going to take the Snare. I found the card to be pretty decent, uh, just as a combat trick. I mean, it's not great, but it gets the job done. Uh, here we choose between Wildwood Geist and Natural End. Pretty set. I mean, I have one Wildwood Geist already, and I have a ton of six drops, so I think I'm just going to take the sideboard card in Natural End in case we run into a uh, a card we can't deal with. An artifact or enchantment, that is. Uh, so the next pick is between Bloodflow Connoisseur and Polluted Dead. There's also a Fleeting Distraction and a Galvanic Alchemist in the pack. I don't know if I really want another Bloodflow Connoisseur, but I might just have to take it because I don't want to play Polluted Dead. Uh, next pick is a Renegade Demon over a bunch of bad white cards. Uh, next up is a Predator's Gambit or a Scroll. Yeah, I'll take a Predator's Gambit. 
Banners raised out wit. I'll take the banners. And I'll take another banners. And I'll finish it out with the forest. Alright, so let's get into the deck building here. Based upon what I've drafted here, we have... I don't know, 25, 26 cards we need to whittle down. So, we'll start with the frailties. We're not going to play Predator's Gambit or Hunted Ghoul, but Crypt Creeper, Butcher Ghoul, uh, at least one of these Bloodflow Connoisseurs is making it. I think I'm going to play the Demonic Taskmaster. I have three Undying Dudes. Driver of the Dead is in. Evernight Shade is in. Mallfield Twins, uh, Grave Exchange... And let's get into green. I don't want to play the Diagraph Escort, and I probably don't want to start Snare the Skies, but Timberland Guide, Wandering Wolf, Borderland Ranger, Double Trusted Force Mage, A Wolfier Avenger, Howlgeist, Revenge of the Hunted are all in there. So that's 18 cards. We need to figure out if we want to splash for the Into the Void. Uh, but the other two blue cards are not going to make it, the Vanguard or the Crippling Chill. So we've got five spots left. I don't think Essence Harvest is going to make the cut. I don't think I want to play Necrobite or Lair Delve. Although, I don't know, maybe. Let's wait before we decide on that. Natural End is definitely out. Uh, so here we have Snare the Skies, Renegade Demon, Grave Exchange, Vorst Claw, Bloodflow Connoisseur, Lair Delve, Into the Void of Wildwood Geist. Um, Armana Curve... Looks okay right now. In the, at the front end, I have two four drops and four six drops and no five drops. So I could put in the demon or the wildwood geist at the five spot. Bloodflow connoisseur doesn't really do much for us in this deck. I mean, it's a nice little kind of anti-removal trick, and it can do fun things with the three. Undying dudes we have and Butcher Ghoul, Evernight Shade, and Howl Geist. So, I mean, I've already got one Bloodflow Connoisseur in the deck. I just don't know if I, I don't think I want the second one necessarily. I do think we want one of these five drops the Geist or the Renegade Demon. And I, I'm going to try to play Into the Void for now, so I'm going to put that in. So, Geist or Demon, Geist or Demon. The Geist has been kind of underwhelming in my experience. The fact that. <laughs> He's only a 3-3 on their turn is often very relevant, and it sucks. Like, it's just... <laughs> so many times, like, you really want that 5-power dude to trade, or whatever. Uh, so I think if I had to choose between these two, I might just take the Renegade Demon. It helps that I, I, I want to play a little heavier black, too, because of the Evernight Shade. And boy, oh boy, did I wish I had jumped on that Barter and Blood or something else earlier. But I don't know, what can you do? So let's throw the Demon in. That's 20 cards. We need to get three more. I mean, the, the Wildwood guys might just make the cut anyway. Because we need, I mean, we need three more cards. Let's let's look at Lairdelve. Reveal the top two cards. Put all creature and land cards revealed in this way into your hand and the rest on the bottom of your library in any order. Right now we have 15 creatures. And we're going to play 17 lands. I kind of wonder what the the number of creatures is before Lairdelve becomes good. Because the instants and whatnot we could flip are Double Human Frailty, Into the Void, Revenge of the Hunted, and one other card, Grave Exchange. 
So if we play Layer Delve, we probably just want to jam two more creatures in, which means Wildwood Geist and I guess the second Bloodflow Connoisseur. I mean, we could play Vorst Claw, but our sixth spot is getting really heavy. I guess Bloodflow Connoisseur also lets us get out from under a Demonic Taskmaster, which is not the worst. Because if they defang the Taskmaster or put him in a Spectral Prison or whatever it's called, that could be rough. So maybe having two outs with double Bloodflow Connoisseur wouldn't be the worst idea. Uh, so yeah, let's get the Geist in there. Let's put in Bloodflow Connoisseur. Would we be better off with just a second Grave Exchange? I don't know, that's pushing our mana pretty hard. Let's throw Layer Delve in. I've never played with this card. I'd, I guess I should try to get some experience for it before the uh, Grand Prix in Vancouver next weekend. Which I am going to, by the way. So uh, if you're listening to this and you are going to be at GP Vancouver, uh, hunt me down. I will... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how you recognize me. I'll try to... I'll wear a pirate hat. How does that sound? Pittsburgh Pirates. If you see the dude in the pirate hat, come say hello. Anyway, uh, I'm going to submit this deck after I add some lands. Give me a suggestion. So it says... Eight forests, eight swamps, one island. Let's sort by color here. I have two more black cards than green cards. I have two double black spells and two double green spells. Although one of those is Revenge of the Hunted, which miracles for a single green. I kind of want a second island, even though even though I do have a Borderland Ranger to search it up. So I'm going to go to two islands. I'm just not sure whether I want to go down to seven swamps or seven forests. To be fair... I need the Borderland Ranger to fix mana, so that makes me want to like cut a swamp. But on the flip side of that coin, I have the uh, Evernight Shade, which makes me want to play like 10 swamps. So, I don't know, that's tough. Maybe I shouldn't be splashing for this into the void. I mean, the other options are Necrobite, Essence Harvest, Vorst Claw, Snare the Skies, Grave Exchange. I don't think any of those cards is not nearly on the power level of Into the Void. I'm going to go down to seven forests. I have more black cards. The only double green card I might want to cast early is Wolfier Avenger, and that guy's fine late. Yeah. Well, do I really... Yeah, I do need extra black, just for the Evernight Shade. Alright, we might... I might have to tweak this land count in-game, or in-between games, but I think this is what I'm going to go with. I will come back and tell you how I did after round one.
right, back after round one, and uh, was not victorious. I uh, had to mulligan to game to six in game one. I ended up with a hand of uh, demonic taskmaster, three lands, uh, blood flow. Excuse me, a blood flow connoisseur, driver of the dead, and Halgeist. I kept it. I was on the draw. Um, I didn't do anything for the first couple turns. I just ran the Taskmaster out there on turn three after he played a Searchlight Geist, which is pretty bad for me, considering he can just Death Touch trade with it if he wants at any time, if he's willing to pay the mana. Um, so I didn't attack on turn four. And then on turn five, he slammed down the Demonic Rising that I passed in pack one. Uh, and so he had a Searchlight Geist and a Demon, both of which could handle my Taskmaster, and I was never really in the game after that. Uh, I hung around for a little while to see if I could draw into the Void, but I never did. I did have the Island to play it if I wanted to, but um, yeah, I just couldn't race the Demon and the Searchlight Geist. He ended up showing me a spirit away eventually on the Howlgeist, and I just conceded. So, uh, game two was more interactive for me. Uh, I was on the play, and I kept a hand of Wandering Wolf, uh, Wildwood Geist, Driver of the Dead, Howlgeist, and Three Lands. Uh, so. I ran the, he ran a, a Nefalia Smuggler out there on turn one. I threw a Wandering Wolf into play um, and just started to get in there. Uh, I played a Bloodflow Connoisseur at one point, which felt pretty good against the Smuggler in the sense that I could block I could block the Smuggler if I wanted to with the Bloodflow Connoisseur, sacrifice the Wandering Wolf to pump up the Connoisseur, and then... I had the Driver of the Dead in my hand to get back the Wandering Wolf if need be. Um, he never attacked into it, which was smart. Um, but on turn four, I missed my land drop, but I did draw a Trusted Force Mage after my opponent played a Searchlight Geist. And so I jammed the Force Mage onto the battlefield, pumped up my wolf, and just started going to town. At that point, I was pretty well ahead. I kept missing lands. I drew an Evernight Shade after that. Um, I had Wolfier Avenger in my hand, but only one forest in play. Um, my opponent played a Griff Vanguard, which was able to block the Wandering Wolf, so I let them trade. Uh, and then I put the Driver of Dead into play so that I could sacrifice, uh, sacrifice it to get the Wandering Wolf back. Um, on his next turn, he played a Mist Raven, which obviously is very good with Nefalia's Smuggler. Um, but he targeted my Driver of the Dead. I sacrificed it to the Connoisseur to get back Wandering Wolf. Um, and so my Connoisseur was now a 2-2. My Force Mage was back to a 3-3, and the Wolf was a 3-2 when it came back and paired up with the Force Mage again. Uh, but I was still staring down Smuggler and Mist Raven. And on my turn, I rip Revenge of the Hunted. And that is, how do you say, game? Uh, that card is pretty stupid. He didn't have enough mana up to give his Searchlight Geist Death Touch because he spent it all on Mist Raven the previous turn. He didn't have an, and therefore didn't have enough to activate the Smuggler either because they each cost four mana. 
So I pumped up the Blood Vlue Connoisseur to an 8-8 uh, that must be blocked, trample, yada, yada, yada. And got in there, crushed his team with the Connoisseur, hit him for 6 with the Force Mage, and 4 trample damage from the Connoisseur to put him from 12, I think, to 2. And, yeah, I mean, he drew a card the next turn and conceded. And so we went on to game three. Uh, oh, I should mention that after game one, I sided in the natural end for the, uh, what you want to call it, the Lair Delve that I had in the deck. Um, I know I said I wanted to play with Lair Delve, but I, ne- I knowing that he had Demonic Rising and Spirit Away in his deck, I figured I just needed the quality, like, artifact enchantment removal spell more than kind of a mediocre draw spell. Anyway, game three, I kept the same build, and this was definitely the best of the three games, like the closest. Uh, I was on the draw. I kept a hand of Crypt Creeper, Demonic Taskmaster, Driver of the Dead, Halgeist, Natural End, and two Swamps. Uh, Luckily, I drew a Forest on my first draw step, and I had... To question whether or not I wanted to run the Crypt Creeper out there on turn two and get an attack in before I played the Demonic Taskmaster, it didn't seem worth it to me just to pay two mana to deal two damage for no other reason. So I held on to the Crypt Creeper and I decided to play the Taskmaster solo on turn three. My opponent played a Soul Cage Fiend on his turn three, uh, and then I drew a Butcher Ghoul on turn four, or no, on turn three, excuse me. So I ran the Taskmaster out there. And decided just to get down to business. Um, he came at me with Soul Cage Fiend. I did not trade. And I swung back at him with the Taskmaster on turn four after he played Driver of the Dead. Um, but on turn four, I ripped the Revenge of the Hunted again. And having no other lands in my hand, I only had uh, Forest and two Swamps in play. I was pretty sure I just needed to Miracle the Revenge and kind of Lava Axe him with it. Uh, Because I I wasn't sure if I didn't do that if I would draw enough land to get to that point later in the game to blow him out. uh, With the must-be-blocked aspect of the card. Um, And I figured if I Miracled it out for one green, I could still play the Butcher Ghoul uh, with the remaining two mana I had and therefore use all my mana for the turn. Which, if I didn't miracle the revenge i would be leaving up a green for no reason anyway i I mean i figured hitting him for 10 with the taskmaster would put him on a significant enough clock that i could just win with with that card um and some chump blocks from butcher ghoul and crypt creeper and driver of the dead anyway i got in there for 10 with the taskmaster played the butcher ghoul um and on his turn he ran out of Griff Vanguard. I had a human frailty in my hand at this point, which is nice. So after he got in there with the Soul Cage Fiend and the Driver of the Dead, I I took all I took all that. I took six. because uh, I wanted to be able to sacrifice the Butcher Ghoul to the Taskmaster once and then also play Crypt Creeper so I could have two two power blockers. Um anyway. On my turn, I drew a Swamp, I frailtied the Griff Vanguard, I got in with the Taskmaster, uh, I wish I could have got in there with the Butcher Ghoul, but it had Summoning Sickness, 
having just come back into play from its undying trigger. But uh, anyway, I got in there for four with the Taskmaster, putting him to six. And then I played my Crypt Creeper, leaving up a green mana to bluff a joint assault or whatever. Uh, on his turn, he did nothing, which I thought was interesting. Uh, so I, on my upkeep, sacrificed Butcher Ghoul, thinking now that I have four mana, I can play Driver of the Dead, and Driver of the Dead can get back the Butcher Ghoul, and then I have two extra sacrifices to the Taskmaster that I get to use. Um, so I sacrificed the Butcher Ghoul. I draw a Bloodflow Connoisseur. Um, I try to get in there with the Taskmaster on my attack step, and he death wins it for all six mana he's got. So minus five, minus five. Uh, I've got no game against that. So I let it die, and then I run my Driver of the Dead out there. Um, he, at this point, my opponent's at six. I'm at 11, and he has a Soul Cage Fiend out. Um, and on his turn... Or, and, I, and we both have a Driver of Dead in play. He has the Soul Cage Fiend, I have Crypt Creeper. Um, on his turn, he plays a Mist Raven, returning the Driver of the Dead to my hand, and he attacks with Soul Cage Fiend. So I block with the Crypt Creeper, thinking, I'm already ahead on life. If he goes down to three, that basically puts him in a must-block situation for the rest of the game. Um, so I lose the Crypt Creeper, he loses the Soul Cage Fiend, he goes to 3, I go to 8. On my turn, I draw a forest. I run the driver back out there. Uh, on his turn, he gets in with the Mist Raven, putting me to 6, and casts a Searchlight Geist. So, on my turn, I draw a Trusted Force Mage. Now, at this point, I can either play the Force Mage and pump up Driver of the Dead to a 4-3 and get in there, which would either make him have to trade with Driver of the Dead or block with Searchlight Geist and pay the 4 mana to give the Geist Death Touch. So I figure either way he can trade with whatever creature he wants, and I mean, and he has to block, so the Force Mage doesn't do a whole lot for me. Um... My thought was, I'm going to play the Bloodflow Connoisseur so that, one, I have the ability to sacrifice the Driver of the Dead if, I don't know, for some unknown reason. Like, a, if he crippling chills it. Um, also, because if I get back, if I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to attack with the Driver of the Dead at this point because he has to block. Um, and I'm going to get back the Butcher Ghoul when I do that. So my thought process is, I'm going to have a Butcher Ghoul. If I put the Bloodflow Connoisseur into play as well, then what I'm going to have is a board of 1-1 Butcher Ghoul, 1-1 Bloodflow Connoisseur, and a Trusted Force Mage. So on my opponent's next end step, I can block, or uh, during my opponent's next turn, I can block or do whatever, and ultimately what, what I've got going on is I can sacrifice the Butcher Ghoul to make it a 2-2 on his turn and make my Bloodflow Connoisseur a 2-2 as well. Um, and I can do that on his end step or I can block with the Butcher Ghoul and then sacrifice before damage if he tries to get in with Driver of the Dead. Um, anyway, the goal is is that I would have a 2-2 Bloodflow Connoisseur, 2-2 Butcher Ghoul, and then on the next turn I can play Trusted Force Mage, pumping up the... 
uh, Butcher Ghoul, and then I'd have a 3-3 Butcher Ghoul, a 2-2 Bloodflow Connoisseur attacking in, and, I mean, he would have to have two blockers at that point, and then, yeah, I, I figured, I'm rambling here, but my goal was to have two lethal attackers my next turn. That's the short end of the story. So I got in with uh, Driver of the Dead. He blocked with the Searchlight Geist and just traded. Um, I got back the Butcher Ghoul. I ran out the Bloodflow Connoisseur. On his turn, he plays a second Mist Raven targeting the Bloodflow Connoisseur. So at this point, I am essentially boned. Like, because he, he's going to attack with the, the, the first Mist Raven again, putting me to four. And then he has a lethal attack with both Mist Ravens the following turn. Uh,. And I've already used Revenge of the Hunted, so I have no out with that card. I'm pretty sure I had no other outs at that point. Um, anyway, on my turn, I draw another land, so I have six lands at this point. I run the Connoisseur back out. Um, instead of playing the Force Mage, I mean, I, I realize that my, at this point in the game, my one out is that on his turn, he will play Demonic Rising or Spirit Away or some artifact or some enchantment before combat, which would allow me to natural end uh, whatever he plays to gain three life, putting me out of range of his Mist Ravens. Uh, and then on the next turn, I could get in with Trusted Force Mage. I could play the Trusted Force Mage and get in with the Connoisseur and the Butcher Ghoul, just like I had planned on doing for this previous turn. Uh, anyway, he goes to his turn, he does not play anything, he just gets in with his Miss Ravens and I lose. So, long story short, I lost round one, uh, and it was an 8-4, so there is no round two. Um, yeah, I, I think the biggest lesson learned from this draft was not to be afraid of black, I think. I mean, we, we all understand that it's not a very good color in the format relative to blue or red or green or even white but at the same time when you're getting past barter and bloods and when you're opening up demonic risings and blood artists you should probably just try to draft the black deck i mean that's what i walked away with uh i didn't get to cast into the void once <laughs> which i mean i guess would also mean that i didn't get to, i wouldn't have gotten to cast demonic rising or blood artist once but yeah i don't know there you go Anyway, uh, I'm sorry this is kind of a disjointed episode. Uh, no Jeff, he's been really busy lately. He just started a new school program. Uh, but between now and the GP, there will be no East-West Draftcast. But after the GP, uh, we will definitely get together and record something for you guys. I know it's been a long time. Uh, I'm going to want to talk about the GP. I'm sure Jeff's going to want to talk about something whether it be drafts he's done or, or whatever but uh yeah thanks for listening and thanks for kind of keeping on us about putting out more content i know that uh it's been a long time but we appreciate the feedback uh as far as you guys asking us to record more um but yeah if you want to contact us uh our email address is eastwestdraftcast at gmail.com you can follow me on twitter at ewdraftcast you can follow Jeff on Twitter at Jeff, J-E-F-F-E-W-D-C. And uh, we're on Facebook. You can search us up on there. Or if you're into URLs, you perverts, uh, www.facebook.com backslash EWDraftCast. And we have our very own website, eastwestdraftcast.com. 
So, yeah, let us know what you think. I know this isn't the best format. I mean, I, I could have recorded a video today, but I don't know. I kind of wanted to make it a podcast. So, uh, you guys are going to have to deal with that. Anyway, thanks for listening, everybody, and have a good one. Draftcast out. It's my Jeff impression. Later. <laughs>